Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. George, hola, and muy bien to you and to everyone out there. You're looking extremely snugly today. You're in your your PJs, the the PJs. <laughs> yeah, I've outdone myself on the snuggly scale. <laughs> yeah, um, and for anybody listening, I kind of. I'd gotten myself snugly ready for an audio podcast record. Mm -hmm. And then my dear podcast friend, he said, hey, why don't we do a Zoom video call this week? And I said to myself, perfect, (laughs) just in time. (laughs) Well, I was impressed that this wasn't planned because, um, you know, it's a running theme that you're, you're the snuggly one. You're always nice and snuggly in your little collared pajamas, and it's nice to know that even when the when the camera's not on, you're still there. That's the true you, snuggly. Sometimes more so. Mo- Sometimes how more do you so. get, more I get shy? Oh, yeah. I get shy. Okay, uh, okay. We all get a little bit shy, but how do you get more yeah. snuggly than that? Oh, oh, come on, man. There's just I, I've got uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish listen. question. Um, you know, there's there's a whole array of options, you know, because it's jumpers, hoodies, dressing gowns, certain snuggly hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think there's something uniquely snuggly about clothes that you like. Those clothes are specifically designed for sleepy bedtime or sleepy chill out on the sofa time. Are you in bed? No, you're mm. on a sofa. I'm on my sofa, yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Um, yeah. It's just, obviously, I liked the idea that you were snuggly in bed. That's sort of our thing. But fine. You can be snuggly on the sofa. George, I'm sh- going to show you something. Could you tell the listener what this is? <gasps> oh, my word. Phone a friend, listeners. <laughs> Our dear friend, Dolly Amen, has just held up to the camera an empty banana skin. Yeah, yeah, empty because, you, you know, where it's... It clothes. Uh, no, sorry. I've taken off its clothes and eaten its insides yeah. because yeah. I have just come back from doing my first run of the Move for Mind month that we're doing, and my uh, my friend Mike, my trainer, said, "As soon as you get back, make sure you have a light snack such as a banana." And I mean, the guy knows his stuff. He's been to uh, the Olympic. Well, hold on, hold on, because explain to the listeners who is Mike. So, Mike's you've downloaded trainer. an app that kind of talks you through what you're doing. Well, no, I think it just puts you in touch with. I think it just puts you in touch with 
um, you have a choice of different trainers and I chose Mike. I think there was something going on with his phone line because I was asking him questions and stuff and didn't seem to reply. But every 30 seconds he would say, you're doing a great job. And I, that was nice, even though we both knew it wasn't true. It was nice to hear that. But I'm I'm quite snuggly myself because I got back from the, my run. I had my banana, Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> I had the banana. Uh, a little bit, a little snack for energy. And then I had a shower and then it was straight into podcast time. So I'm still uh, got that quite snuggly, warm shower feeling. Yes. You know well, this is it. And I, I've, I'd love to, you know, hear all about your post-shower snuggly feeling in a bit. But Ollie. <laughs> yeah. Please, how was your first Well, should we explain run? what on earth we're on about in case yes. uh, people do not know? Yes. So Mind, which is um, a mental health charity based in the UK, they're doing this fundraising challenge where they're trying to get people to do some kind of exercise, physical activity every day in September. And it doesn't have to be uh, a lot. It can be whatever is comfortable to the person. And George and I have decided to take part to raise some money for Mind. And we are doing one day of running and then alternating with yoga. So today, September 1st, when we're recording this, um, we did our, our first run. George, how was yours? It was it was good, actually. I um, I'll be honest, my alarm went off this morning and I could have done with a lot more sleep when it went off. But I got up and I got myself to the studio. And then when Joel who I write with, went out for lunch. I said, do you mind if I use this time to take a nap? Sneaky little nap. And nap. before he'd even answered, I was sprawled out on the sofa. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, nom, catching nom. flies. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I had a nap that and two coffees. And whoa! Then that, whoa, 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 hold on. No, no, like, as in I started my day with the coffee and then after my nap, I had a coffee. Okay. But this was recipe for pants pizza i did not feel good i felt wait excuse well, me hold on, hold on hold on hold on hold on um, you made a pizza sister, in your pants <laughs> me, me and my sister will often use that saying just for not very good um okay i mean i have to say when I, you've just you know you said you two coffees that makes a, a recipe yeah. it's a recipe for pants pizza i think yeah. it is Worth being clear about that. So you just mean yeah, you were so in like, a, you weren't feeling uh, zip, zap, zap. I was in a true funk um, and I was not feeling great. And then I started to feel very, uh, I would say, a sprinkling of fight or flight. Mm. I would say there was a dash of why are my hands sweating when the rest of my body is in optimum temperature? Mm. And why... Why have I got the ingredients for a margarita in my... No, 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 no. <laughs> Once again, I... That, but I didn't feel great. Mm. And although it was a very productive day in the studio, I was then thinking, oh, no. And this is good because Move for Mind is going to hold us accountable. Because I was like, I would love nothing more than to not do this mm. run today. And I got changed at the studio into my running gear. I left. I jumped off the train on my way home two stops earlier than I would have and I had a rucksack full of bits so I felt like I was training for like SAS who yeah. dares wins um, yeah. but it was more SOS <laughs> um, and I yeah so I'm about 
I would say six weeks into the app anyway. Oh, okay. Because, so because this six is, weeks ago I had, yeah. This is the difference between so, you and I. Yeah, but that's okay. Like we're still going to be doing a run each, every other day. But, um, so you, and I am still using the Couch to 5K app. Yeah, although you're using some, you sent me a screenshot of your app. You're using some kind of hacked Russian bot version, which I'm fairly certain will be mining all your data. Whereas I'm using one. In fact, the app itself, the interface is quite simple because I think all it does is just connect a call with mic there's just a big button i press that and then suddenly i'm talking to mike and you know he's talking to me and there's not a lot else in the app although there are some tips that i think i need to follow which i sort of read and thought like nah i'll be all right i hadn't really planned my route you you just said you you got off the, the tube a couple or the train a couple stops early so that you could then run home i assume makes a lot of sense but i I ran away from home, and then by the time I finished, I had to then walk home because I hadn't planned the route. But do you not think that that's part of the... the so day one of the Couch to 5K app, it's kind of like you, you alternate between jogging and walking quite a few times, yes. don't you? It's like eight 30-second jogs or something. Uh not, yeah, I think it was seven 90-second jogs. And then... But then you find yourself out of the house. And I, I found after that first day, because it is done in a way that's kind of bite-sized and introducing you to it, you go like, huh, I just ran. Yeah. And I've, I've not done that. It is true that when it ended, I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. So the walk home wasn't exactly difficult. But I do think that... In the future, I want to plan it a little bit more because, well, I had Mike in my ear telling me to have a banana and I was like, Mike, mate, I'm not going to be home for 20 minutes. And he, this, I, I again, say... I do think there was some kind of issue because he didn't oh. seem to hear me. He interrupted me quite a lot, actually, sort of every 30 seconds. I would say, I, I would say the, you're highlighting the difference in our apps because your app is giving you useful tips like have a light snack after your run. Mine says things like, why not update to premium? Mm. Pay five this pounds. This is the thing. For, you know. Well, I I had a little look at your app, and it's got a bit where it says like run for thirty seconds, then enter card details, and they, then they tell you the next step. <laughs> no, no, I say go straight to the BBC because I I think your worry was that you you needed an app that allowed you to um play your own music, as in as in. Yeah, you know, music I enjoy. That yeah, because I did it a few years ago. I used an app, but it was very much you had to listen to trance free kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, th this app allows you to uh, listen to your own music, which brings me on to the next tip I should have followed. I hadn't prepared a playlist for for running. I just whacked on my sort of usual playlist, which is just of like stuff that I like in general. And uh, so that can be quite sad boy. It can be it? very sad boy vibes. And it can also be like some, uh, there was some spoken word in there, you know, it's not exactly pump up the vibes. I did. I, I kept shuffling through when I came across a song that was suited to running. That did feel good. I was like, okay, now I can do this. But then you'd press next and have like fucking Justin Vernon whining in your ear. And don't get me wrong, I love that, <laughs> but it does not yeah. suit the right. So I think I'm there's, gonna um, make a playlist. Yeah, there's a Spotify one called Alternative Playlist, which is like kind of alternative. Is that for cool people like you and I? I mean, I would say it's yeah, it's verging on cool. It's no. 
it's nice. It's, um, I certainly feel pretty. Uh, uh, what would you say? Lit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. lit. Yeah, yeah. So it's but like I would just alternative running bangers or just yeah, alternative it's bangers. Kind of like just alternative bangers, but it's they, they've got a bit of four to the four floor. Four to the floor, you know. <laughs> yeah. They've got that going on. Okay. Um, Perfect. But I'll, so my day, I I woke up and had an email from two people saying I've just seen your interview on the BBC and then a text from somebody saying I've just seen your interview very proud or da, da, da. and I was oh. like what interview is this and I before lockdown I did an interview with because I, I was confused I was like what is this about I've not like people haven't messaged me about work for a long time as in like friends and family haven't there's not been much going out. Mm. And I was like, what are they talking about? And then I realised that today was the day that my episode with John and Ellis went out, which is two comedians that me and Ollie very much enjoyed their show. And they've got a show called How Do You Cope? Which, you know, much like this, they sit down with people and the, the theme is mental health. And even in that interview, when I did it with them, I said, and it was just, I realised it as I was talking to them. I don't really enjoy talking about this stuff publicly. It like, takes a running jump. Yeah, and then I've and then sure enough, the BBC have then because it was a BBC based podcast have then done an article and taken quotes from it, and of course, given it the headline opens up about his struggle, yeah. which I would no one would ever say. Excuse me, if you got a minute, I'd, I'd love to, to open, open up, up about my struggle. <laughs> Um, also, that so misrepresents then, oh, the vibe of the episode completely. I think so, and and I it what that does, and and it's there's two points here. So talking to people like that about these things does take a running jump, but there's a huge difference in my mind between that and me and you sitting down to talk. Mm -hmm. This feels very much like a, I do forget that people listen. And not, not that I don't love you dearly, I have fine listeners, but you have to understand, <laughs> me and Ollie are sitting down talking in a way that we would have done 10 years ago. It's a very natural thing. Whereas to go to the BBC and sit down in a studio with two men I hadn't met before, but mm -hmm. which I would also like to say were amazing. I, I would say go and listen to the episode. Yes, I think it's, it's brilliant. It's, it is I, really good. Yeah, annoyingly, and, uh, actually, but, quite good because you guys, you three, have a rapport, um, uh, and like you said, it's covering similar themes. It is difficult to listen to as the Pete Best of the of the <laughs> equation. <laughs> um, but th this whole like. Look, I understand that like they need they want people to click through to the to the article that they've then written about it, but there's something what it does is when I read that, I then can't bring myself to read the article because it's like, as I said, I would never say Allow me to open I, I don't up. think I would Yeah, about my struggle. That's the thing, is it's like actually and I for whatever reason it makes me go completely inside myself for the rest of the day of just like Oh, uh, and this is not helpful, but what will people think about me? It's that thing of like, you've, you've made yourself vulnerable and therefore, you know, people are going to, and obviously people are going to have opinions about that. And I always end up thinking, uh, it always goes full circle. By the end of the day, so me sat here, I'm so happy I did the interview and I stand by why I would do the interview. I, th I believe in the, the conversation. It's just a, well, of you know, aided by the two coffees and the not great sleep. And then that, it just made me feel very kind of self-aware, but not in mm. a good way, just kind of... Um, 
And the, the message was were all sweet that I received, you know, they were like... Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, this may not make a, a difference because, you know, everything you've said is va- is completely valid. But the some people messaged the podcast saying that they had read this. I was also quite confused because they were saying, uh, I just read your BBC interview and... It took me a second to connect that to the Ellis and John episode, which I had already listened to. But they were all saying that they read the article and then went and listened to the episode, which is hopefully what people will, will do. Because Good. I think the the like headline, the way it's framed, that kind of thing is exactly what puts some people off. That's hopefully what we're trying to not do in this podcast, which is to not make every conversation about mental health sound so like serious and self-important and as if it's like i think that it doesn't help people to make it sound like opening up about his struggle like it may be good for people uh, well it's definitely good for people to hear about it from a public figure but when it's framed like struggle opening up that just makes it more of a it almost makes it sound more taboo because it's like oh look he's opening up about a struggle rather than he's describing something that has happened to him or that was not such a catchy headline but something that doesn't make it so stern yeah there's also an element and i this is i'm sure very much in my head now in my world as i'm sat here as me the conversation about OCD and mental health is something that exists before and before <laughs> George Ezra is a thing. You know, that that's like, that's, they are in the timeline of my life mm-hmm. that exists before and throughout mm-hmm. the experience of being famous. But I can't help but think that when a, there is a celebrity and the headline says opens up about struggle, that people go, uh, uh, fuck, fuck you. What's he like, ever had to worry about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never sure done that, an honest day's work uh, in his life. Work that shy kind of freak. Shit. Yeah. And I like, trust me, I've w- met some work shy freaks in my time. <laughs> but, but, but no, well, uh, sorry, I digress. But I, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm joking. Sorry, that just tickles me. I, it's, it's, I can't help but think. And again, why should I care if that's where people go and start? Thinking? But it, it puts what it is is there's a certain lack of control over your name and image that comes along with these things going public. Now, you could argue. And I would argue, well, George, you're the one that got yourself to that interview. You're the one that sat down and said those words. You're the one that is surely aware, in some degree, that people will hear this. Yeah, Yeah. and I am, I am, I am. But I always, and I know I've said this before, I'd completely, even having listened to the edit of that episode that was played, kind of completely forgot that it would be released, you know? (laughs) And then when you get the email saying, you know great that you're doing what you're doing it's like oh, mm. oh what do people and do you know what as i'm saying this out loud i'm aware that what it comes back to again and again and again is what do people think of me and i'm sure that's something that so many of us can relate to mm-hmm. is that like you don't want to alienate yourself or or put yeah make yourself vulnerable but so that was what i felt today but very much um and so the run i finished my run 
I have got a playlist that I listen to that fills me with rocket fuel. <laughs> and But it's not the alternative workout one. It's like a little personal one that's just got up and atom tunes. Mm -hmm. And I... Yeah, man, I, I was thinking about you while I was going because I was like, Ollie's going to be out there, if not now, then soon doing mm -hmm. his. And what an interesting month we have ahead of us. I mean... Well, I just said us like I was learning how to speak. Well, it's true that we, <laughs> the two of us together, and also lots of people, because I should quickly say that lots of people um, emailed or messaged the Instagram and stuff saying that they are also taking part some of them were doing it anyway, and some of them were inspired by the sweetest boys in town, you and I. And just briefly, in about the uh, Ellis and John episode, I'm sure lots of people will be able to relate in some way to what you're saying, because like you said, the, the, the headline is, man feels self-conscious about what other feels people think about him and it's obviously very different when you're in the public eye etc but maybe it will it's helpful to remember as you yourself said in the episode if one person listens to it or read even reads that article maybe that's the way they read it and they think huh this kind of sounds like me then that kind of justifies all the people calling you a work shy creep um <laughs> you're putting more good into the world than uh, uh any than those people are so yeah and also but i hope not, people do listen to the episode because it's it's fun as well it's not it's not like 60 minutes or 90 minutes of just uh it's not a slog it's a good time, um, and Ellis and John are both great, and I think that if people read the article, they won't necessarily get a sense of how, what the conversation is actually like. Yes, so, uh, yes, and I, and that's when I say I go full circle after event like days like this, I do remember, yeah, actually, George, it, it, and that thing, not in a kind of superhero way, but if one person hears it and goes like, oh, shit, that's me, yeah. then, then that, that makes it... And even like I was sent through a, um, what do you call it? Like a little video to post. Sorry, old man's uh, What would you call it? Moving <laughs> images um, that yeah. give the illusion of motion. <laughs> so of uh, like a snippet of the show. And I want to promote that show. But uh, the, the footage is of me talking quite seriously about something. And it just, it's hard to... Mm -hmm. connect it's like oh i don't want to put that out there but they're not again, got a funnier clip no. no but yes if you're listening to this and haven't listened to it already all that said it's how do you cope yeah um, and it's i believe yeah it's a bbc podcast and i'm very grateful that i was even invited to go along and get involved and i do think it's a good a good listen it absolutely and because we were both we're both fans of theirs. Have I lost you? Just for a second. It's okay. Like... Gorgeously, beautifully stunning. Um, because we were both fans of Ellis and John before you did this. Uh, so what I enjoyed is listening to them both over the course of the episode want to be your best friend. They begin <laughs> like, I mean, they're perfectly nice at the beginning, but by the end... It's pints on robins, um. <laughs> which I had to at the time. Listeners will remember at the time that we recorded that episode, me and Ollie were doing 
Sober October, but not Sober October. What would we call it? Parched March. Parched March. We were doing Parched March. So, uh, and yeah. so I wasn't drinking and they were like, we should go for a drink. And I had to, I stood to my ground and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking. But I felt, oh, I would love nothing more than to go and have a pint with you guys. Yeah. I'm sure there will be further opportunities. Isn't it weird to think part March, pre-pandemic, those those golden days? <laughs> it's a different life. It's September life. now. Fuck. Anyway, yeah. uh, bam, bam, bam. Let's <laughs> not talk about that. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear about your mixed mixed day. I think is fair to say not too awful, but not spring in your step, Jeff. As as we yeah. sometimes are. I think, like, I know I just I just dived into that, but I, I, it kind of... One thing it did make me think while I was on my run is, you know, a few weeks ago, we were talking about how people might... Like, tips to have conversations with family and friends, and I realised that, that this is a similar feeling. It's that thing of, like, what are people going to think of me? And, and whether it's people you know or not, once it's... I mean, it's hard to make yourself vulnerable, absolutely, especially to strangers that may not give you the benefit of the doubt that, you know, you would hope for from loved ones. So, I mean, I can't imagine what that's like. But the crucial thing to remember is that when all the people that count, such as the listeners of this podcast every single one individually mm. they're all firmly in the pro jeff camp and you said something earlier about uh, a lack of control over your name and and image once you're you know in the public eye and i hope that my instagram post from earlier today was a good <laughs> illustration of that <laughs> oh, mate, look, fortunately for me i had uh, by this point, I had come back yeah. to being positive. About okay, that right is because good because had, I could have gone. Had I seen that? To, so, to give it context, because this is going out a week later, mm. Ollie, go to our Instagram um, at, at Phone a Friend Pod, Pod, where yeah, Ollie has um, done a crude Photoshop of me on a very kind of I don't know uh, muscular kind of get fit quick DVD kind of vibe well, uh, yeah. and had I seen that at one o'clock this afternoon I would have oh yeah. I don't know a man. different reaction just one, one single tear <laughs> just one single tear in the studio well um, but Ollie, hit me up. How hit was... me up, man? All right, so, see you later. I think what, <laughs> what I wanted to say was, by the end of my run, what is becoming more familiar is this endorphin vibesy. I started making calls, like a bit of business. Uh, you know, it was about half past six. Oh, I was ringing people like, "Have you got a minute? I've had an idea." And it was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Chill out." Well, Chill I'm out. looking forward to to that kicking in for me. I mean, mm-hmm. admittedly, I only did uh, what Mike said at the end that uh, all in all, I'd done eight eight minutes of running in between with with walking in between. Um, I certainly didn't feel like shit after, but I also didn't feel great. Yes, you. Yes, George, in the front row, you've got your hand up. So. I just want to say, yes, it's eight minutes, but it's eight minutes that you didn't do this time last week. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to undermine. It's so good. Mm-hmm. No, but it's so good because it's you leave Mine the is, house yeah. for that first run as, as a non-runner. Mm-hmm. You, most, if you're downloading Couch to 5K, like me and you have, you leave the house not a runner. Mm-hmm. And within two weeks, you'll be like, huh, 
I'm now running, you know, whatever it is, 15 minutes. Well, I think I have to get better at like eating properly in terms of like, I don't think I ate enough to have energy because I, my eating habits are, I have dinner really late and I'd skip breakfast and all this. And today, George, I had four coffees, if you can believe it. Now that's a recipe for a pizza sandwich. I mean, uh, <laughs> pizza. Uh, you're talking about pants omelette. Pants <laughs> Pants um, Spanish omelette. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, or a Knickerbocker glory. Okay, it's not that yeah, kind of not. show, guys. Actually, well, the first episode is all about shitting, and I think I've probably brought yeah. up shitting every episode since. But it's not that kind of show. Um, oh. But I, I think that because I couldn't drink coffee for years because of how badly it affected my anxiety and i maybe this isn't good but as soon as i got on the meds i was able to drink coffee again and i think that because i had so long away i'm now becoming a bit of a coffee snob like i still don't know anything about it but i will only go to um, places with moi bien cool coffee you're shaking your head you don't agree with this well, your mum owns just, Costa, just, so you've got no, vested interest. For, any, for anybody listening, my mum is a primary school teacher and does not On the own side. Costa. Yeah. Um, I drink any old black swill. Just I don't care. Instant, you know, last week's. I don't okay. mind. Just give, yeah. but, and I like it iced. Yeah, you like it iced. You like to drink a pint of iced coffee and zoom on. But anyway, all this, I'm saying this because I'd basically drunk coffee and not really eaten anything all day apart from my uh, uh, banana that Mike told me to get after. So um, so I need to get better at, you know, eating uh, food. Shall I tell you what's a buzz? Oh, you know, yeah. Um, Please. <laughs> you, know, you know, when I was staying at Tamara's TM, when I was actually living in Barcelona mm-hmm. for the month. So I that was around the time that I, for the first time, finished the Couch to 5K app and was then on a, you know... Health kick. Couch to 10K vibe. Mm-hmm. And there's... You know the park in Barcelona with the Art de Triumph vibe in the middle yep. of it? Um, I used to d- d- just do laps of that, which I really enjoyed because it's like, you can then be like, okay, I've worked out that if I do six laps of this park and then every time you get to one, you're like, five more to go. Mm-hmm. Bah, 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 four more to go. But <laughs> this is an absolute buzz, mate. Wake up in the morning and not back a double shot of espresso no honestly just before you leave so it like starts to kick in once you're kind of five ten minutes into the run and then you will you'll make business deals like you've never made before Rolly. you'll but be bye 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 sell 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 but i haven't got contacts so i would just be like calling my mum and being like mum listen <laughs> 500 <laughs> sell mum no, not, sell t- no, no. <laughs> she's like sell what I don't know sell, sell it all <laughs> sell it all um, no but honestly Ollie that's a bust well I love that park uh, you you seemed you paused after you said uh, you said the park and then I didn't supply the name of it and you looked a little bit disappointed and can I please explain the Arc de Triomphe is not in the park, my dear friend. No. So oh, park, my goodness gracious no. me, my dear friend, my dear friend. I actually live here. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> it's called Parc What's... de la Citadelle. <laughs> no, it's not. Shall I, tell, shall I tell you something about that Arc de Triomphe? Please. It was 
The Bacardi family were a big family in Catalan, I believe. In and Cata- Catalonia. In, in, Catalonia. And they put money towards getting it built. And instead of putting a signature on it, when you go on the top left and top right, they have the Bacardi, the Bacardi dragon. bat is, in, is engraved on it. That doesn't need to be in the podcast, but go and check it out with your sweet lady Rona. <laughs> that, now, that is the kind of thing... Bacardi's tree up. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find... If this is true or not, because I know that the Bacardi are, uh, you know, of this yardie, but I'm not... (laughs) Bacardi, of this yardie. I'm not convinced that the bats are on there. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Smug (laughs) slump. Anyway, we could sort this out after, but... Yeah, anyways. Beautiful park. Um, The issue for me, well, not the issue, but where I live, which is where I'm going for runs um is very hilly so yeah. i'm gonna i think i'm gonna just walk to one of the nearby parks and just do do circuits uh but i'll speak to mike about it see if i can get an answer <laughs> from him how much have we done i feel like we've and we, we may have to call the messenger boy over um, well just quickly though so we are a being a being between running yoga running yoga which means that tomorrow mm. is our first Yogi Yogi Bears. Namaste, man. And how do you feel about that? I am quite nervous about it because I am a very creaky, clicky sort of guy. Um, we've, I think we've talked before about... Uh, I'm still looking at pillows. I still haven't bought a pillow. It's been like three months. I've been. Ch- I just want to get the. Uh, I'm worried that the, a new model might come out, like with the iPhone, and I won't have it. Um, but, you know, I've got a bad back, got bad neck um i'm stiff so obviously yoga is probably a good thing for me to be doing but that initial step is you know we'll see how that goes because i've never done any yoga before you've spent some time with uh the youtube yoga guru adrian adrian one of them have you got any tips for me i will be using your mat that you enthusiastically got sent to my flat last summer when you thought that while you're on holiday you were gonna you and gifkins were gonna do fuck loads of yoga i've taken the plastic (laughs) off it now um have i got any yeah so again i should make clear i I am just very guilty of that kind of tomorrow's the day I sort my life out. I do two weeks of healthy living and then drink a yard of session ale and, you know, tell myself I've done good work. Mm-hmm. Um, the yoga, I think she's brilliant. Yoga with Adrienne. There is the, we should make sure we're doing the same one. So I, there's like all the 30, 30 day. day. Yeah. But, but do you know what I would say with the, the one thing she will often do kind of like now take a minute just to focus on your breathing and you'll just be lying there and so that will often happen at the end of the the session and i think just stay there a second it's nice mm-hmm. it's really nice and the other thing i would say is turn off on youtube your autoplay next video so because it doesn't go to hendrix because i i'll, yeah, I'll, honestly, I'll have because, hendrix queued up yeah and it's just you're in that mode and then it will go, you know, Grammarly advert will come up or, you know, whatever advert will come up. And you're like, oh, that's just dragged me well, out of where I was. That reminds me of, of my my ASMR phase. Uh, for people who are not aware, ASMR is when you listen. George has had to take his headphones off. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's ASMR. But it's uh, uh, a thing where people get 
sort of tingling sensations from certain sounds. I've never got the tingles, or at least uh, the way they're described uh, on YouTube is, is as if they're next level. I've never had anything like that. But sometimes I have quite enjoyed to put one of the ones on where it's just like someone crinkling, especially because I can't sleep at the best of times and i usually like having like a fan noise or something on so i went through a phase of that and didn't think to turn off the autoplay thing so yeah you'd be finally drifting off to sleep at 3 a.m after listening to like a russian woman like sewing or something and telling you that you're a good boy and then (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to know and then suddenly no 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 and then suddenly it will be like straight on to, you know, those YouTube adverts that are smug American men telling you how they became a millionaire from sitting at home. It would be like that and you'd be straight up again. So, yeah, OK, with yoga, I think it's a similar principle. You you need to sit in in the space afterwards and you don't want it to be ruined by ads or, for me, Hendrix, because I've usually got Hendrix queued up. Um, I think it's just that thing of you were talking earlier about you finish your run far away from home, but then just enjoy that, that, you know, we hear people say again and again and again that exercise helps our minds. And I think that's part of it. So if it's the time after the yoga or the walk home after is like, that's as important as the actual energy, you know, exertion. And because I've been to the, uh, I've had periods in my life where I went to the gym and that post exertion vibe is slightly ruined when you have to like get changed and shovel your stuff in your bag and you're and then you're in that environment so I've quite I quite enjoyed today because it's my well one of the first times I've just gone for a run in the outdoors uh and not in some <laughs> hellhole but I like, yeah, I quite liked having that come down afterwards. Come down from the insane highs of my eight-minute run. Well, George, I think it's probably time we beckoned over the messenger boy. I should quickly say that um, last night I was watching War Horse and I didn't realise Jexton was in the room. And, and um, you know... Sometimes some things you don't want a beautiful a beautiful pup like that to see. Um, so I've spent the day kind of reassuring Jackson that that's not nothing like that's going to happen, um, and they don't have to worry about that. So just be, I be think delicate. The thing with these, yeah, and with these kind of pedigree breeds of dogs is that they're they are they're sensitive. They're sensitive and. He's a beautiful horse and a real stallion. And I, you just have to go easy. So I, I appreciate that and I'll go easy with him as he comes over now. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, an absolute stallion of a pup. And please, Messenger Boy M. Jackson, come on over. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. Emails just come in, my lord. Hi, Jexton. Jexton, come on, little smile. Beautiful boy. So, this email is from Charlotte. Hi, George and Ollie, and also a shout out to Ollie and George. I'm an assistant psychologist for a Hertfordshire IAPT team. We cover Hartford, where it sounds like you sweet boys are from. Shout out to all the brothers and sisters in Hartford. 
IAPT stands for Improving Access to Psychological Therapies, and it's an NHS initiative for improving everyone's access to therapy. I work with people every day who are struggling with their mental health. This could be depression, anxiety, OCD, low self-esteem, and significant life stresses like bereavement or becoming a new parent. Together, my clients and I come up with ways that might help them feel better able to cope with their struggles, and we also have fantastically thoughtful discussions around why they may be experiencing their distressing thoughts and or emotions. I wanted to send a little message first of all saying that IAPT services are all over the UK and it's a great option for people who would like to begin or continue therapeutic work. I work with some of the kindest, most empathetic, patient and creative therapists I've ever had the pleasure of knowing and it's all free on the NHS. We always feel so privileged to be able to support people while they're going through difficult times. So to find your nearest IAPT service, just Google find my local IAPT service. Even an old man like you could do that, George. Charlotte didn't say that. That's me. Don't blame Charlotte. Stop. Calm down. (laughs) George, calm down. Um, I'm not doing anything for anybody listening. I'm just listening. Charlotte goes on to say, I would like to thank you both so much for opening up the conversation on mental well-being. I've listened to your podcast throughout lockdown and have been laughing and listening along with you every step of the way. One of my favorite things to introduce to my clients is something called cognitive diffusion, which is a foundation of acceptance and commitment therapy. Cognitive diffusion teaches us how to take power back from our distressing intrusive thoughts and unpleasant feelings. And amongst many other techniques, it can include finding the humor in our experiences with mental health. Finding the right balance is important because we don't want to joke all the time or we can enter into avoidance territory. But if we can laugh at some of the things we think, we can slowly start reclaiming our power back from our mental illnesses. Charlotte says some more nice things and then ends, sent with the biggest smile, Charlotte. I love that sign off. That big, big smile has been well and truly received over here at Phone a Friend HQ because... One, the the IAPT services, um, a couple of other people have actually emailed saying that they have used this this week. So this all fell together quite well. And they were saying they found it really helpful. There is probably a waiting list as with all these things, but it's worth looking into in your area, I would say. And this idea of cognitive diffusion, because we've said before that trying to introduce some humor or some levity to to these conversations is something that we've found helpful and now we have an actual like sciencey sounding term for why that is true so thank you very much to charlotte for sending that over thank you charlotte and thank you dolly because i've really enjoyed listening to that i think that's um it's wicked i I know i say this every time but I, i love hearing from everybody but when it's people that are professionally trained in this world I'm always amazed that they give us... The time their, of day. You know, the, yeah, their hard-earned time. They, they choose to listen to us Muppets. So, yeah, thank you, Charlotte. And thank you for everything you're doing. Yes. Um, and, of course, we would love to reiterate that. Uh, the shout-out to all the brothers and sisters in Hartford. Oh, head down the local uh, uh, WH Smith. Because I, I was going to say Weatherspoons, then I remembered like the guy... The guy's evil. So don't. (laughs) Um, uh, So this is an email from Sue. Sue says, great podcast, guys. Listened while walking by the river and you inspired me with the move it for mind challenge. 
Move, move for mind challenge. Sue has confused me here because I believe it's called the move for mind challenge. But hey, call it what you want. Uh, you two won't need luck to reach your target, but you, well, we will take luck. But you may be pleased to hear that you've inspired me to do at least 10,000 plus steps each day of September. Uh, it was George talking about increased endorphins after his runs. 10,000 steps may be nothing to you, George, 40,000 step man, but it's a huge one for me. My phone keeps telling me I've done less steps than last year, so hopefully this will soon change. Enjoy the month, guys, and keep making us smile. Sue! Good for you. Don't compare yourself to 40,000 step boy, especially because that's, um, you know, not an accurate reflection of the daily step count. You would have two thick AF legs if you were doing 40,000 steps a day. Uh, I would also say that once somebody's doing above 20,000 steps in a day, they're probably running from something. So I would, <laughs> uh, like, you know, there's, and that yep. could well be true of myself. So I'd say 10,000 steps is exactly correct yes and fantastic that we could inspire you to get involved with that and that leads us to remind everyone one last time about the move for mind challenge if you want to donate the link is uh will be in the description of this episode and it's also on the at phone a friend pod instagram page if you are taking part please do get in touch because it's nice to know you're suffering along with us <laughs> no bit of fun bit of fun um george if they want to get in touch how on earth would they do that please i would say please do get in touch and please do so by emailing us and our email address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com yes and uh, if you could give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast or tell a friend. We we get quite a lot of emails from people saying, my friend introduced this to me or my, my brother or my sister. Big fan of that. So let's get some more of that out there in the world. And just one last time, and this will be for the next four weeks, but if you are in a position where you can donate for the Move for Mind thing, please do and just a pound two pounds you know it doesn't need to be the world but just if we can all do it together it'd be brilliant to help the charity as much as possible yes and george i will speak to you tomorrow either before or after our first yoga sesh and we'll keep do you, you want updated to, to on the try and do it synced up well we'll have to look into the logistics of that but I, I mean, I'm absolutely willing to give it a good go. No, but just roughly, you know, like film club, but yoga club. Okay, we could do yoga club. Well, actually, funnily enough, my dear sweetest rat, rat A wants to join in on the <laughs> yoga. So we'll, we'll be absolutely. like a true film club, except maybe we won't stop and WhatsApp, you know, after poses. No. <laughs> but um, right. Yes. And if you want to follow along for some reason with our uh, running and yoga uh, uh with our doing that then go on the instagram because we will be sharing stuff there george you've been an absolute pleasure this week for once oh thank you ollie <laughs> honestly you can't when you put your mind to it, you can be quite sweet boy yeah. And I've enjoyed being able to see you we need to do this more often i always forget about it yeah. but i think it adds uh oh a sense of excitement um, oh, we just got a notification. Someone has donated £10 to the Phone a Friend Move for Mind Challenge. So thank How much are we up to? We are currently at uh, £835 on day one. 
That's pretty good. Love that. Love that. Right. Bye, George. Keep. Bye, Ollie. On, keep it on. Bye. Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.